Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Monday Light is Schnitzel Night. That's right. That's I right. could, I could, uh, I could do with a Schnitzel. Oh yeah. I would eat one. It is the American Fußball Show, and you know there's a fast food chain here on the West Coast called the Wiener Schnitzel, and it's a drive-through. You get a drive-through Schnitzel. You get a drive-through Schnitzel now. That's America, man. Amazing. Schnitzel fries. Coke. It's Amazing. called the Wiener Schnitzel. And right down the street from Wiener it's Schnitzel a, is a restaurant called it. the Dog House. And on the Dog House underneath it says the absolute worst spelled Oh, war. a pun! A pun! Ayo. Ayo. Right next to each other in Burbank. So, you know, German How? fast food. I don't, I, the, the drive-through Schnitzel thing, it, it's hard. I, don't, I can't imagine eating a Schnitzel while driving. It's <laughs> yeah, really, I don't get it either. It's not really meant for. It's not really. It's it's two two hands. You can't eat it. I mean, I guess, I guess you could if it was. Yeah, you could just. They put it in a bun. I might be misrepresenting it. Maybe it's just like putting one of those it in burger a bun. Stands. Well, I, no, I haven't been. I've never been. The dirty little secret to this schnitzel boy is I'm a vegetarian, so I don't eat schnitzel. Uh, maybe they have a vegetarian or a beyond schnitzel one of these days. The bio beyond. What's I mean, it's mostly, it's mostly breading. In, 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 most, in most fast food iterations, there's very little meat in there anyway. <laughs> I'll just eat the breading, which is, I can't think of anything more unhealthy yeah, for just me. Just eat, eat the breading. <laughs> just eat breading, breading, fries, and a Coke. I had a, I had a big, uh, I ordered, um, um, this is not schnitzel, but it's German fast food related. I ordered some curry, some currywurst sauce. Yeah. Because uh, 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 at Amazon, because there was some um, in this uh, one of these group chats that I'm in, there was some talk about like how do you make a currywurst, and I I gave some instructions, and then I got so excited that I uh, that I ordered some of my own. I'm gonna I'll 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 see if it turns out to be authentic. Yeah, I, I I've been a currywurst fiend for years. I've gotten to a point where I'm pretty happy with my home recipe, but then when I go back home to Hamburg or whatever at my grandparents and I order from the local currywurst Buddha, the currywurst stand, it's always, it's always it's twice always as good. It's just it's like, dang, how do they do this? How do they freaking do this? Not everywhere is a great currywurst. There are places I go and the currywurst is very disappointing. It's, when I was at the Rhine, I had a very disappointing currywurst. Yeah, or it's just like weird. Like it's a different recipe or something. It's like no, 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 no. Or the, the sausage Zorsa, is bad. Yeah. Or the sauce sausage is bad. I, I describe. I I said in my in in my instructions. I said that the viscosity. The viscosity is important. It's right. somewhere between thicker than soup, thinner than ketchup. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Agree? Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. And also, I have a little. I just use the regular. I just get Hungarian curry or something for sprinkling. Mm. And there's a good chance that that's probably the wrong curry I'm sprinkling it with. 
mean, not that that matters that much, but but anywho, uh, where, where you are. are in where you are in New York, there's a great place called Palm Frit, which makes sort of European style fries. Yes. They have a curry sauce too, not amazing, but the fries are very good. And it's just worth the I fries. Have, yeah, those fries are good. Yeah. I have had those fries. Yeah, because the fries, you don't really make it home. Although even in the process of thinking about all this, I even watched a video today about how to make solid fries at home. It just seems like a, it seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it's like you have to um, double fry it or something. You have to fry it yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. So you it have needs to, two yeah. fries in, in between. has to rest in the refrigerator yep. for it to be really crispy. Yep. So It's called much, blanching. Too much. Blanching, yeah, 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 exactly. You cut fry shapes out of a potato. You blanch it, which is you boil it a little bit so it just starts to crisp. Then you put it in the fridge overnight, pretty much, and then you fry it again. That's sort of like in a nutshell. Well, kind even of before thing. you do that first step, you put them in the fridge, according to this guy. Oh, really? So that yeah, you put them in the fridge twice, in between hmm. each. This was a, a person on, Epic, on the Epicurious website who seemed very mm-hmm. confident, but it took it's gonna it was take three days. <laughs> three days for one. Oh. Same with homemade pizza. Like I love the idea of it, but it's just so much effort for something that's gonna take me five minutes to eat. And it's like I'll just buy a professional. I'll just buy. Some, I'll, I'll outsource yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Let someone there's else other, do that. There's other other other. I have found if we're doing a little fry talk, my favorite frozen fry are the nathan's fries you know how nathan's hot dogs oh, make sort of big old fries they're just big and they're soft and they're fluffy and whenever i fry them they just come out the best because a lot of times my fries they come out they're soggy or too crispy but nathan's it's it has a lot of room for error so so if it's a little too well done or a little under well done they're still big soft fluffy crispy fries um Tom, we got Tom in the chat. I make home brewed mead. Oh, Ooh. are you a Ren Fair man, Tom? Here in LA, the Ren Fair is in town and it's fun and exciting, and I might head out. It's Ren Fair time. Um but anyway, oh, but so to add to that Nathan's French fry thing, I can't find it here on the West Coast. I find Nathan's onion rings, but I can't hmm. find the Nathan's French fries. I've so, given up I've given up on frozen frozen french fries good for you they're not good for you you shouldn't be yeah no you're doing it right making it them fresh seem, is the i mean it doesn't seem worth it it's like yeah the only reason yeah fries yeah exactly they're not good for you so they have to be they have to be peak quality for me <laughs> for me to eat them you don't like mediocre fries there's no point better just to yeah. not eat them i agree i agree speaking of mediocre we had bundesliga action this weekend Speaking and, of um, mediocre, what is uh, what? Okay. Well, where do we even begin? Where do uh, we begin? The the more exciting part of the race, I guess, these days is on the bottom of the table. You, you think say? you you're, you've 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 given up? Bayern's got this. No, I haven't given like Bayern mentioned. Okay, we'll go up top. Bayern mentioned got their win against Veda Blamen. Veda Blamen got a last minute goal, late goal to pull it back, and there was an excitement. So I can Blamen tie it, and Blamen got close, and it was almost they almost dropped points, but yeah. Bayern got their three points. And then the next day, Dortmund just slammed both points. Yeah, they really did. Bad. They really did. They're, they're like, I mean, but again, it's one of those things where it's like, where was this two weeks ago? Come on, boys. I know you really want to win it, but you already dropped your points. Now, the big game is still in two weeks. 
Bayern Leipzig. Can Leipzig get points off Bayern? Because Dortmund has put their name in the sand. That's not the right. They put their sword in the sand? What, they put their name in the they hat. They put a line in the sand? They drew a they, line in the sand? They, they put drew a line in the hat? What they is, drew what a you, line in the sand and they sure said... I'm not sure what you're trying to say. I don't, essentially, Dortmund are like, we're here for real. We're going to win every game for the rest of the season. Bayern mentioned, can you keep up? That's what the game on Sunday was all about. Uh, if I didn't know any better, against a Wolfsburg, who's had a pretty mixed season. Um, we've talked through the gauntlet through from the Tom. Gauntlet. Yeah, Tom said through the gauntlet. Dortmund through the gauntlet. They're like, we're not screwing up the rest of this season. So Bayern, it's on you. Can you beat Leipzig? The big game, Bayern, Leipzig. Two weeks. Mark your calendars. But Bayern has been, Bayern has looked shaky in all of their recent. They looked like they could drop points against anyone right now. They just are not. There's not a confident group, and they are surviving these games. But they, but they're not. It's not convincing. So I think they could still drop points. I mean, Dortmund. They're going to lose Jude Bellingham, right? Jude Bellingham's going Are to they? Real Madrid, supposedly. Oh. It's not official, yeah. official, but it seems like that's what's happening. Dortmund, if they don't win the title, they're going to be upset. They're going to kick themselves because they have had a lot of opportunities and they've, uh, like, Bayern keeps giving them chances. And I think they're going to get one more. I think Dortmund will get one more chance. I still think if Dortmund win their last three games, they're going to win it all. I think Bayern is going to drop points somewhere. But it's not clear that they can. It's not clear that they aren't gonna uh, uh, stumble themselves at some point because they've just uh, they just haven't been consistent enough. And they did, but yeah, they did beat Wolfsburg, and uh, uh, it like even looked like you know Union could have even come close, but they lost at Augsburg. So now obviously it's a two. It's a two. Two-team race. Um, but the Flyboy has been losing to Leipzig over and over and over again. That's their bogey team. Yeah. Leipzig got them last year, and they just got them twice in a row this week. So Flyboy has... And Bayer Leverkusen lost. That was the first game of the 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 derby. Somebody was saying on Twitter, I think Manuel Witt, was, it was, was said on Twitter that it's a... When when Köln wins, it's a derby. When Leverkusen wins, it's just a regular, <laughs> it's just a regular <laughs> game. And so, yeah. so in this case, it was a derby because Köln won on the road at Leverkusen, and that that then now pretty much all but officially ended Bayer's run at the at a Champions League spot. They're not mm-hmm. going to get there, but they. So now the Champions League. There's three spots for two te- uh, two two spots for three teams: Leipzig, Union, and Freiburg. Yeah, one of them is going to miss out. One of them's gonna, uh, Leipzig put themselves firmly in third place, which they haven't been in quite some time, I believe. Yeah, they have. Uh, they they now that now on the home stretch are in that spot that we thought they should be in all all uh, all year. But yeah, that was a big win for them on the road in Freiburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. If Dortmund lose by a point, how much focus is going to be on that missed penalty in the Bochum game, right? The one with the referee. He essentially, <laughs> poor guy, essentially that's going to have a lot more weight and he almost he potentially cost them the title if you want to boil it down to moments like that, which is unfair as there are many moments throughout the well, season. However, yeah, it's just the time always, and place of it. 
you can i mean yeah you can find countless countless like this is what is so crazy about these i mean i was thinking about this also today there were a lot of premier league games that were that all had relegation implications and it's just such a random you know it's such a random game soccer is just it's a it's low scoring it's really uh it, it just turns on these couple moments and whatever i mean it sort of depends on what your what your uh uh outlook on life is almost is it luck is it coincidence is it just random is you know does the superior effort and preparation pay off who knows you know but it's like it's it turns on these tiny on these tiny moments and uh it doesn't seem it it, it doesn't seem sensible that like gazillions of dollars should be riding on that kind of thing you know that this is i i, I was thinking about that this weekend that, that it's like dispro it's disproportionate game. you know it's mm -hmm. like it's uh, i mean this is obviously hugely and more so even in the premier league than in the in in germany but like these the the because it's also so hard to get back consider you know all things considered mm -hmm. in england and so it's just these enormous financial implications on these pretty random uh, outcomes, or in, in this case, uh, uh, a decision by a referee. It's just, it's 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 hard, you know. I um, I feel for these people. I feel for the for everybody involved. It's it's uh, the pressure must be enormous, and you're you know people are trying, but you're just. Hmm. It's not. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of luck involved, or random stuff well true but certain clubs know how to win and certain clubs are destined to lose uh if you look at the bottom of the table um uh, uh bochum had a rough weekend didn't they hoffenheim well Bochum's i want to give a... hoffenheim a little bit of a shout out we'll talk about that in a bit under pellegrino Matarazzo, his first five games in charge were losses but but over the last few weeks he's turned it around him and john brooks Old friend John Brooks have turned it around, and Hoffenheim is picking up points, and they're sitting in 14th spot right now. They're about three; they're four points out of the relegation zone, so that gives them a little bit of a buffer. Um, Stuttgart uh, picked up some points, right? Or did they? No, Hertha beat Stuttgart. No, so, Hertha beat so. Stuttgart. Yeah, so, so they, they picked are, up points. So they're back. They're back in the. They're back in the running. For Bochum, Bochum has had a rough few weeks. The difference uh. now is that the other teams. Are picking up points. Bochum, has well, Bochum got a point against Dortmund last week, right? Yeah, that's ago. true. But it's all you know. I mean, these points. Yeah, they need to. They need a win. They haven't won in a long time, and uh, and everybody else was losing or a lot doing a lot of losing. So these these like these kind of moral victory uh, points here and there were enough to kind of keep them afloat. But now that the other teams are winning. It's not. It's not looking good. And so Schalke this, got a big win over Mainz, which was surprising because Mainz is having a great season. That was a, a huge season. win on the yeah. road in stoppage time. Mm -hmm. I was. Uh, uh, I was a little upset about that. So they now all of a sudden uh, have thirty points and sit in fifteenth place. So yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's not looking good. The Bochum have. Uh, uh, Augsburg at home, and then they're on the road at Hertha. And Hertha, I thought I had written off, but they're now also they can with a with a with a win against Bochum at home, they can pull themselves right back. So yeah, no, it's not looking good. 
Bottom of the table, very exciting. Um, yeah, Schalke versus Bayern München will be an interesting game. That's next week. Because Schalke, like I said, they, they got one on Mainz. And Mainz, if we remember, beat Bayern. So Schalke... So that means Schalke is for sure going to beat Bayern. That's science. <laughs> Not for That's sure, science. But, but the motivation is there. Schalke really needs their points against Bayern. So Bayern could very well drop points as early as your birthday, Saturday, May 13th. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up this week. Um, going back to the chat, uh, Tom says Adeyemi is Adeyemi leaving as is well. Leaving. Yeah. Do we the know where Exodus? he's going? I don't know. I don't know. Did he? Did he already put pen to paper on something? I don't Adeyemi. think. It's, I don't think anything's official as far as yeah. I know. But, uh, but um, anyway, Borussia Dortmund showcases all these great kids just for like a good farm club for clubs to come in and swoop them. Swoop them out. Like I said, Bellingham is linked to a club like Real Madrid. And then Eddie yeah. Amy, like a, maybe will make his way even to Bayern or the Prem or also Barcelona or something, you know. Uh, they're going on to what they would consider to be greener pastures. So Dortmund needs to win while they have their players. Yeah, so I like, think we need to win now. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think they're going to they're gonna, um, think. I mean, you could say if they don't win this year, they never will. I mean, <laughs> they're having a great opportunity. I almost say that about them every year, though. So we have the excitement at the bottom. That's a big turn. What was it a musical set of chairs? Bochum currently second from bottom. Hatta maybe will crawl themselves out. Stuttgart still uncertain. Uh, we'll see. Hoffenheim looking like they're in the right direction. That's going to change a lot. Up top, definitely Dortmund and Bayern. But I want to look a little bit at the middle of the table. Uh, with our friends at Eintracht Frankfurt. Now, I want to put a little focus on a, one of my favorite coaches. You know, on this podcast, you've heard me talk very well of this coach. And, and I'm talking about Oliver Glasner. Oliver Glasner. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. Uh, but he's under a lot of pressure right now. Eintracht Frankfurt sit in ninth position, which is the worst they've been since 2011, apparently, which surprises me. Because I always consider Frankfurt to be a mid-table club. Uh, but I guess they think a little higher of themselves, as they should. And they've had some good seasons uh, as of late. Um, but under Oliver Glasner, they have a lot of, there's a lot of pressure on him. And rumors are that former, um, uh, what's his face, assistant from Bayern München. Uh, I already he fired two weeks ago. He's already out of my mind. Julian Nagelsmann. Julian Nagelsmann. His assistant, Dino Topmuller, son of former great Klaus Topmuller, is lined up to take over the Frankfurt position this summer. They already want to get rid of Oliver Glasner after one season. Now, Eintracht Frankfurt are in the DFB Cup finale, right? Mm-hmm. Eintracht Frankfurt, it's going to be Frankfurt and Leipzig, right? Isn't that the DFB, isn't the Pokal yeah. final? Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, so, they have not... They have not... Uh, they haven't won a game in the Bundesliga since February. Uh, Frankfurt? Frankfurt. That's quite a stat because they were doing well. It was a drop points, but they're still in line for a title this year. I mean, I don't know. Do you feel that's fair? To Is the pressure on coaches with the news of Julian Nagelsmann being fired while they were leading the league? And now a coach just led Frankfurt to the DFB Pokal final, which realistically is the only title a club like that can really win every season. Is it fair to, to let a guy like that go? You know? Well, I mean, fair? What's fair? 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's fair, but it seems. But he is definitely under. Pre- I mean, you. We should go in order because I, I, I heard the the uh, president of Eintracht Frankfurt talk. Uh, today and he, yeah, he definitely. Well, you had a, you have a, you have a clip, right? I do. This happened right after the Hoffenheim game, where our boy Pellegrino Matarazzo got the better of him, and Hoffenheim won. And then um, Oliver Glasner was under a little bit of pressure, so I'm going to play a fun little clip. And Bjorn, you might have to do some honors for us. Let's do it. Let's see. I'm going to drink this right off YouTube. Can you see that? I can see it. All right. And can you hear this? Mm-hmm. Let's start from the beginning. Gestern Abend gab es Steilvorlagen aus Mainz und in Leverkusen, aber man hatte so den Eindruck, die Mannschaft hat es nicht realisiert. Okay. Yeah, so the question is uh, a reporter asking very calmly Oliver Glasner whether uh, that they had a big opportunity here. Ein Steilpass. They got a they got a an assist, a potential assist from Mainz and Leverkusen, meaning that they lost. So uh, prior to this game, so they had an opportunity to move up the table with a win, and it seemed to this reporter that the uh, team, the team didn't seem to really realize that that they had this opportunity. And Oliver Glasner interrupts him and says that he is he wants to really he really takes issue with that this idea of they don't realize or they don't understand the opportunity or they're not like giving it all they have like that is really not the case ja der alte makoto hasebe ist 39 der spielt das dritte mal 90 minuten in dieser woche am ende der saison wo wir unser 43 pflichtspiel haben so der hat teilweise nach dem spiel blut im, im urin weil er so kaputt ist und was macht er er spielt wieder und jetzt mangelt ein einwurf hört mir mit diesem müll auf sorry all right so um <laughs> uh, so he's quoting his Makuno Hatete. Is that the name name of the player? He's Girl. a thirty nine a thirty nine year old player. He goes for ninety minutes for the third game in a week. This is their forty third uh, um, game of the season, and this guy he he gives everything, and sometimes he has blood in his urine after games because he's going <laughs> so hard, and. Uh, so he does not he it's not the case that people are not trying like people are giving everything for the team and so he doesn't want to hear this and he says sorry at the sorry. end which i love sorry. An, an american sorry. english english is like an english adopted word of which there's sorry so many. not sorry not sorry sorry not sorry will ich nichts mehr sagen ich weiß was die jungs hier leisten ja und dann akzeptiert es mal dass ein hoffenheimer mannschaft gewinnen kann Aber hört mir auf mit nicht kapieren, mit keinem Einsatz und keinem Charakter. Diese Mannschaft bestreitet das zweite Finale im zweiten Jahr. Die gehen für die Eintracht durchs Feuer. So he's saying, yeah, he doesn't want to hear it about, uh, you know, you can accept that sometimes a team like Hoffenheim can win a game. Like that's something, you know, that's a normal thing. And so, uh, but this idea of like they don't give everything, they're they're in a... uh, in the second cup final two years in a row and these people are giving everything for the club and so he doesn't want to hear it yeah, he doesn't want to hear that they don't understand that they don't have they character don't understand or they don't care no. or they don't right. yeah 
Sie haben gesagt, Sie haben es nicht kapiert. Natürlich haben Nein, Sie es kapiert. Sie, Sie konnten nicht anders ich heute. Ich habe Sie gefragt. Ich weiß auch nicht, warum Sie mich so anschreien, aber es macht nichts. Die nächste Frage ist, die Spieler wollten sich heute nicht äußern. Wer hat das entschieden, okay. die Spieler selbst? Ja, they have a... Ich war auf der Tribüne. What, what is this last one? Hey, I'll do it one more time. This is funny. Where was it? Ich weiß auch nicht, warum Sie mich so anschreien, aber es macht nichts. Die nächste Frage ist, die Spieler wollten sich heute nicht äußern. Wer hat das entschieden, die Spieler selbst? Ich war auf der Tribüne. <laughs> so well, at first he's like, I want to ask what you're yelling at me, but that's not going to do anything. Yeah, so the journalist gonna... is like, well, I'm not sure why you're, why you're screaming at me, but okay, it's fine. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> then he asks... Uh, he hurt he the journalist's feelings. The journalist is like, the, I don't want to bring up what you're yelling at me. And fine. he asks... Um, uh, why the players were not available for any comments after the game and oliver glasses said well i was in the stands because i guess he got red card he right? got so he, he got was, a red card yeah. during the game so he's like yeah so he didn't have had had no uh the reporter wanted to know whose decision that was and he's just shrugs and he's like well i was in the i was in the stands <laughs> but you can see the reason i share that clip is like he's sort of had enough the pressure's on him and he's He's feeling that. What that led to the response for the sporting director or the president or the fun club yeah, president. Yeah, and the out. president, he had a, we don't, I don't, uh, I didn't um, prepare that clip to play, but I was surprised because this, the president did not have his back at all. No, he, no. Uh, he basically uh, was like, yeah, that was not, um, that was not, uh, that was not the, that was not the right decision. And I'm sure he regrets yelling this is not the way to do it and he uh and the president basically was um talking about how this was just a sign of the general lack of discipline that's in the squad and uh there's a lot of complaining about the referee and and so he did not uh, he did not like that so the the president said like this is this is a symptom of a larger larger problem and he also he addressed what you were saying he was like yeah it's nice that they're in a cup final but he says their bread and butter their bread and butter is the bundesliga and that's where they have not done as well as they feel like they should and that's where the focus needs to be and so he does not want uh he he's he's not happy with this lack of discipline and uh so yeah i i was surprised uh to hear that because Yeah, I mean, it seems like Tom is saying it's commendable for standing up for his players. Yeah, I think that is probably, uh, yeah, why he why he did that. He wants to have he wants to have the teams back, but um, but it's very clear that he's but he not does not support. Yeah, he does not have the full support from his club, and so he may. Yeah, fair. They're already fair, talking about new coaches and stuff. Fair or not, it looks like he he may be out. Yeah. Well, there's three important games of the season. And on all he can read about is how Dino Topmuller is going to take his job. Now, now, what kind of motivation is he going to have to do anything with this club? I don't know. It's just weird how they're just like putting him out to pasture. But I think give him a little think, support. Yeah, and this also, I mean, I think this also ties into what I was saying before. It's a little, you know, it's like we like to, you know, we we like to sort of reconstruct these narratives after we see the result. You know, like oh, the team lost. 
So you mu- every every decision you've made in your life up to this point was was wrong. <laughs> like, right. And so right. but the reality is, you know, it's small margins. These teams are not separated by all that much. And like he's saying, it's like, oh, yeah, so we lost to Hoffenheim. Yeah, shit happens. And right. uh, the other guys get paid as well. And so I think, uh, yeah, I've just been noticing that a lot where these these games kind of turn on these 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 fine margins, you know, where somebody um, where a goal gets scored late or whatever. And then it's like, oh, yeah, everything, you know, coach, the coach got this right. And, and it's like, you know, it's it's small margins, small margins. Yeah, and I can, and I understand. I understand that he feels um, uh, his his nerves are a little raw, and he's feeling he's feeling the pressure. Yeah, but I'll tell you, I lo- I still love Oliver Glasner. You can tell he's a very passionate, dude. Uh, I think he did great work in his jobs before Volsboy, and despite what's going on in Frankfurt, you know they won a title last year. They're going to win a. They could very well win a title again this year. I don't know. I mean, is I, I say I, I stress a little more patience uh, in general. It seems like people are ready to fire. When you look over at Freiburg, Christian Streich has has been losing all his big games as of late. But Christian Streich has been there for a while. He's their coach. They go through it. It's not you don't win every day. It's ebbing and it's flowing. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, me personally, it encourages this coaching carousel. Where, where clubs are just excited to talk about their next coach and just as excited as they are to talk about how they're going to sell their players. When it's like, just stick with your guys sometimes. Stick with your coach. Stick with. Try to keep your players a little longer. Try to build something. You know, working together. I don't know. It just... Uh, but I yeah. just, I'm just curious. I'm just curious as to why that's what's going on. The, the think, high chopping block of the Bundesliga. I think uh, I think this is borne out often, right? By by, I think there's some studies that show this that conti- continuity is usually better long term. But uh, yeah, results r- results uh, results are everything, and as long as you win, I mean, Freiburg obviously they're still overachieving by their standards, and so then you have some you have some leeway. I mean, that's for better or worse. The results are everything, even though you know. For instance, sometimes, sometimes there's Fischer, some... let's say next season Union Berlin are more mid-table than top of the table. Or as Fisher will get sacked, probably. And it's like the fact that they're doing what they're doing is a freaking miracle. The fact that they're as high as they are right now is amazing. They're making wonders. That's not going to last forever. Like when um, Claudio Ranieri was fired half a year after he won the Prem with Leicester City. It's like he won the Prem with Leicester City. You yeah. should have given him a ten-year contract after. But that. that's always that's that's the nature of it, right? What have you done? What have you done for me lately? I mean, in look Chelsea, at Leicester now. Look at you Leicester see now. This, yeah, you see this. Uh, I mean, in England, the 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 like I was saying before, I think in England the the fear of relegation is so strong, so that whenever whenever there's any kind of threat of that, people get very very nervous very quickly, and. Um, uh, because it's so hard once you once you go down, it's so hard to come back up. But yeah, you saw this with Tuchel in Chelsea. You've seen this a couple of times where people win the Champions League and then get fired six months later. Right. Yeah. So how do you think Bochum is like perfectly ready for relegation? <laughs> you said some people are nervous. I think Bochum is like, yeah, that's fine. What do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I think they have have had to at least. I mean, they've always have they always have that in the back of their minds as a possibility. And I think this year, I mean, I have had limited belief, as you know, all throughout the year. I thought um, I thought we would go the way of of Fürth last year, and right. and was then pleasantly surprised. We had some runs where where we were competitive, and then we were, like I said, we were helped by. Uh, the other teams losing so much but now that now that it's come going down to the wire i don't know like uh, yeah i mean but uh, yeah they're they're ready i think they usually their contracts are usually valid for both first or second bundesliga like uh, yeah I'll, i think they'll be uh i think they'll be ready one way or another yeah for sure now the, the 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 newest wrinkle of today i don't know if you've heard that is is hertha Hertha Berlin has has uh, trouble with their license. Might get tr- might have trouble with getting their license for next season because they have all this debt and they need to mm. they need to um, reduce their reduce their spending, etc. And so uh, they're they're uh, they have a partnership with an investor that may not. Um, fulfill the requirements of the 50 plus one rule anyway so Hertha has all kinds of so there's also a scenario where Hertha passes Bochum uh, but then gets relegated because they lose their license for financial so, reasons so for financial so, reasons so the Bochum so fans are like default so there is uh, uh, so this this may this may extend past the this the drama may extend past the final past the final match day I don't think we, we'll see yeah yeah, the fans are reading financial news every day. That's funny. That's funny. Well, and then how does the big change from uh, is it Thomas Reis, who's the old coach? Thomas Reis, from, yeah. From from Bochum to Schalke, how did that turn out? That almost turned out for a while that Bochum was on the winning side of that decision. Yeah. Because remember when them... that first half and kickers like one of those two will be the Bundesliga next year, and it's going to be Thomas Reis, what they said. Now we're looking at it. It's like maybe, but honestly, for a long time, it didn't look like that. It looked it looked, like, look like the well, other way around. Well, for in Schalke, it it I thought he was going to do well, but it did take them a it did take them a little while to get it together. But now it does look like he may have the last the last laugh the last in this situation. Laugh. I mean, there was definitely I don't know. We don't need to get good dig into dig into it too far, but there is definitely. Um, there were some issues behind the scenes, you know, with with not just Reis but Chinzelords leaving, who was a great sport sporting director. They didn't seem to quite get along with the president, and so this I didn't think I did not think that squat was competitive, and they've done better than I thought they would. And if they uh, survive, I'll be ecstatic. But. I haven't I haven't believed all year and I don't really believe now. Well, we'll see how that turns out. So the twisty we've got three weeks left and it's very exciting because up top and on the bottom every week it's just do 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 till we stumble into our final positions. Um later this week, Bayer Leverkusen, the last German club in Europe, goes to Roma to play Jose Mourinho's Roma. Are you going to be a fanboy and root on the German club like me, Bjorn? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're the only one, uh, the only team left. Work rooting against Mourinho is also always fun. Uh, so, Love it. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Love it. So good luck by Leverkusen. 
Um, do you have any other last thoughts on uh, German Well, soccer? the only the only thing that sort of caught my eye uh, either yesterday or today is Zep Maia. Zep Maia, goalie legend, uh, spoke Def- spoke publicly. Uh, which he doesn't. Khan. What's that? Yeah, yeah defending Oliver Kahn. Yeah, and and uh, uh, saying some interesting, some interesting. He's not one. You know, he's not. He doesn't seem to be part of the the Bayern brass that like just you know is constantly in there in the media. And he seems a little more reserved, and we don't hear from him all the time. So right. I thought it was interesting. Um, he. He had some interesting quotes where he was he was ex- explaining the Mia Zanmia. He feels like the current squad is not only Kimmich and Müller maybe are truly identified with the club, and uh, so the culture uh, is suffering. He do, he did not support the firing of the goalie coach of Manuel Neuer's friend, the goalie coach. He didn't think that that was a good idea. Hmm. Um, he had an interesting, he had an interesting take on Saudi Omane. He said that uh, everybody was saying, "Oh, that's a great deal. That's such a coup to get him," but he was like, "Do you think that Pep Guardiola or Jurgen Klopp like sell a top talent for fifty million euro?" He was basically saying that Bayern got hosed in this deal, <laughs> which I thought that was uh, that was an interesting that was an interesting. I think take. that's I mean, unfair, right? I think that's a little unfair. Sadio I mean, Mane had a great season last year. He was invaluable to Liverpool. Yeah, he, proven, Liverpool, he proved think, his worth. I think, uh, yeah, like I've said that before, the people of Liverpool yeah. are upset that he's gone. And, uh, um, but yeah, that, I thought that was interesting. Zep Meyer thinks that that they got that they got hosed. Uh, he likes Jan Zoma, but he thinks Neuer is better. Uh, and he thinks Neuer, he thinks Neuer has a few more years in him. He thinks that he himself could could have played. Uh, until 45 if he hadn't had his accident <laughs> so he defended Oliver Kahn and then but then the 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 I think the thing that most stood out that it's like you know when you why he was asked like why is this such a crazy why is, is there so much unrest this right. season and he said you know because they're not winning everything yeah but every the other, thing is they are winning that's the crazy, but a whole like the but whole not as much, not as much. No, they're not as they're not True. as dominant as they have been, and they're 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 in a real title fight. They're out of the Champions League. They're out of the cup, and then once as long as you're successful, everything gets sort of tapered over. Uh, um, but if Bayern Munich win the league, which is very realistic, well, Oliver Kahn might still be fired, or, so, or or at least not his contract won't be renewed. And to me, I think that's crazy. You're winning the what I mean. Is winning the league title have they have they won it so much? It's just not that important anymore. I I doesn't seem like um, it it doesn't seem like they are being led well right now. And I don't know if I don't know whose fault that is. If it's uh, if it's if it's Khan or if it, but there's 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 a lot going on behind the scenes. There's also the end of an era with Lewandowski. There's a bunch of people. I mean, I think I think we're going to see some decline here of Bayern. I don't think they may if they don't lose this year. I don't think they're just going to rebound. I think there are some structural issues there behind the scenes that are uh, 
that there's going to be more it's going to be more competitive in the future that's my prediction yeah I think they, have not, they have not done well uh in terms of putting together their squad and i think that's gonna i mean the problem like always is, is anybody else going to take advantage is anybody else going to be competitive enough but that's um, the thing Bayern mentioned with all the quote-unquote troubleness they're still top of the table and it's for other clubs like dortmund and leipzig uh, 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 to to get in there. Now, I was just thinking about this today. Um, first, I just want to address Hans Wolf is now in the chat. Hello, Hans Wolf. Hello, Jung. Started early or am I late? We are at the tail end of our Germany hour and we're starting our USA hour in a couple of minutes. So you are late perfect. to the Germany You're hour, but early to the USA hour. Yeah, perfect as always. Um, but anywho, uh, how next season has the potential to be really, really exciting. Uh, if Bayern München keep up their ways, if Dortmund can finally keep, you know, they still have a lot of great youngsters, even if they get rid of Jude Bellingham. I mean, if they get rid of Bellingham and Adeyemi, then who knows what, what they're going to be like next year. Dortmund is such a variable. They get rid of all their players the minute they can win. But if Bayer Leverkusen keeps up what they're doing into next season, they'll be a bigger factor. Maybe RB Leipzig will have more luck next year, and, and they won't have so many injuries. They'll have Galashi back, Timo Vanna, and uh, most importantly, Nkunku for the whole season, hopefully. No, Nkunku is going to Chelsea. Has that been... Signed, yeah, sealed, and delivered? Been, that's been mm. signed, yeah, for a while. Mm -hmm. Oh, well then. See? Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Never maybe mind. Not. Never mind what I just said. At least we got Bayer Leverkusen next year. Bayer Leverkusen. Bayer I would Leverkusen love to see them go in there. Could be, could be contenders. Yeah, the, the, the Fafoga watch is on. Well, uh, Hans is saying that Köln is not going to go to Europe. Yeah, that seems... They had a big win, though. Had a big win against Leverkusen, but no, yeah. they're, not, they're not making it to Europe. No, I mean, I think Mainz is going to be the surprise package as far as they're going to get some good European time. Let me just get one last look at the table before we say goodbye to Germany hour. Bayern, Dortmund, Leipzig, Berlin, Freiburg, Leverkusen are in the Europa Liga, uh, followed right by Wolfsburg and Mainz. So Mainz still has a shot. They're about one win away from that Europa Liga spot. Uh, Wolfsburg two points off. So we'll see. Yeah, um, Bayern, Bayern against Schalke this weekend, Dortmund against Gladbach, both presumably easy games. Dort Bochum at home against Augsburg, fingers crossed. That is almost a must-win, I guess, at this point, although who knows. It's a six-pointer for both. Augsburg's only in 13th Augsburg spot. Is, Augsburg is still, is still sort of not, not, not totally safe. If they win that game, they would be safe. And then speaking and really of Hertha, nice they're on Friday at Köln. So we'll see if Köln can Yeah, do the job. I'm a Köln fan. I'm a Köln fan on Friday, Hans. <laughs> cool. Any last thoughts on Deutsches Fußballwoche, German That's Soccer it. Weekly? I don't care. All right. I, I, I don't I got nothing. All right, it's halftime on Chantel Night. Coming up next, over on the other stream, we've got the USA Hour, where we continue our talk about coaches and coaches and changes and whatnot going into the USA Hour. Thank you all very much for joining us. Uh, just a reminder, or again, there's something I need to say every week. We've got merch. Go on yeah. The merch Link in the description below. The Schnitzel uh, Boys, Etsy. Etsy, Etsy Schnitzel Boys merch. We got shirts. The mugs, the mugs are flying off the shelves. We got the mugs are flying off the shelves. Good quality mugs. All right, boys. See you in the USA hour. Or if you're just in it for the Germany stuff, see you next week. So we get to see how the table looks, how Leverkusen fared in Roma. 
and what's going on on the Daily Bayern Soap Opera. Tschüss! Bis nächste Woche. Ja. Ja.